Hey there, I'm Kay Bess, and I play Persephone Brimstone in Agents of Mayhem. You're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. You are. That was, that was kind of awkward. Hey guys, this is Kritzia Bajos, and I'm here with Sean on the Horribly Awkward Podcast. He's not that awkward. This is Michael Ray Bauer. I'm a 90s star, but basically I'm a star. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. And it's actually pretty horribly awkward. Hey, this is Hannah Tell, the voice of Max in Life is Strange. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's so <laughs> awkward. I'm going to do, do a whole intro on in that voice. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Hi, guys. My name is Sean, and I have two hostages in the room right now. I've held them hostage on the podcast. Kevin, Jen, I heard you guys do films, something like that. <laughs> I'm a little scared. No, okay, we'll talk to you about our films. It just got awkward. Okay. Really, really awkward. Tell me, now, you guys do films? What kind of films? Scary films. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all going to talk like that. Well, that no, not, I'm not going to talk like that. Horror, sci-fi, and noir. <laughs> Shorts. Make make good films. Damn it, Jen, you have to talk like this. We're all talking like this. <laughs> Come on, Jen. Okay. <laughs> no, he's so to the Coral. 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 Coral, Jen, get in this voice. When you can hear them, we can we can finish the podcast. Are you here? Get in that voice. Okay. <laughs> I sound all like right, a monster. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Cookie Monster. <laughs> cookies. That's pretty good. <laughs> Just gone off the rails. <laughs> Kill you good. Sunshine Productions. Sun, so you guys do Sunshine Sunshine Boy Productions, I hear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're going to Sling Blade. <laughs> uh, I reckon. Mm-hmm. I like that Sunshine Boy Productions. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay, we got guys Kevin and Jenner here from Sunshine Boy Productions. It's their company, so they're not from there. They are there. They are them. They are that. We are it. They are it. We're, so we're going to talk about some of their films, some of their films in the... F- we're going to talk about films and other stuff and other cool stuff and have a good time. Woohoo! Yep. So stay tuned. Yeah, we're going to hear... We're going to hear about how Jin has to go and buy all these outfits <laughs> because blood are because they they anticipate blood. So they're like we can't we'll have blood. Yeah. There will there will be blood. Yep, lots buckets exactly. buckets of blood. And she's also a pediatrician. So Yep. Yeah, we're going to learn a lot about that. Yep. On, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, managing managing the two worlds. Yeah. Woo, let's do it. Enter right. the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Entering right. now. Hey, Norma, give us the horribly awkward. I can't even control myself. It's so horribly awkward. This is so awkward. This is so awkward. This is horribly awkward. No one off. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Sean, dude, you're horribly awkward. Sean, I know you think this is weird, but it's not as weird as you think it is, dude. Don't do that, it's awkward. (laughs) Okay, all right. Welcome to Horribly Awkward episode. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thanks, guys. This is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're doing awesome, man. Yeah, I know. You know we're watching. So. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, guys. Horribly Awkward, episode 134. And today, I- I've got some guests on who are who are very very interesting and they they're really engulfed in the whole the whole horror scene horror movie scene and uh i, I really I really like the stuff that they're, they're doing i'm really i follow them on everywhere let me start this over. <laughs> this that's this, this sounds so dumb I, I thought i saw you follow me the other day yeah, I, I was like kevin hey J- jen <laughs> guys yeah, it wasn't awkward at all. I was. I should. Sometimes I need to plan these things out, but I just start talking. But I'm just gonna roll through it, anyways, you guys. I'm excited to have them on the on the podcast. Ever since I had uh, a couple years ago, months ago, a while ago, when I had Matt Mercer on, uh, he tagged you guys. Hey, he tagged you in, in the comments on Facebook, and I've been following you guys ever since. And your work, and it just—you guys seem like really cool people. I heard a podcast not that long ago with you on it, and I'm like, you know, cool. I, I definitely got to get them on the podcast. Aww. So enough rambling with me. Everybody, welcome Kevin and Jess. Yay, Yay us! Well, I feel really welcome now. Thanks. I know. I know. Very happy to be here, man. I'm. I'm here. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of here. I'm getting it together. <laughs> if anybody heard my last podcast, you drank an entire bottle of wine on the podcast. Not good. <laughs> nice. On purpose too. I was like, I'm gonna drink this, make sure it's done by the end of the podcast. Anyways, what's up with you guys? I just uh yeah, just doing our thing, uh, touring with the uh, the short film that you watched, uh, Heartless, and um, sending it out to festivals, and we played uh, quite a few, and we got some more coming up. And, uh, yeah, just uh, working on a new screenplay. And, and then Jen's a pediatrician in her regular day. So Yeah. So, so he- healing sick children and, yeah. and doing important stuff. Doing marketing stuff at night for Sunshine Boy. Yeah. What, so. a, what a strange contrast. <laughs> right? It's like <laughs> I'm watching some of the films that you guys are working on. I mean, um, the first one I saw, what I, after I had – it was either Matt or when I had Najara on. Yeah, on yeah. I, I remember listening to that one. It was Matt Najara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, right. It was, uh, was it, yeah, I think it was when Matt was on. We were talking about uh, play Violet for me. And yeah, then, yeah. That's when I hooked up with you guys. Then and and that, I mean, you, you you see play play Violet for me. I watched Heartless. Uh, I just watched Feeding Time. And I know you guys are all <laughs> you're involved with all these films and. <laughs> then and then Jen's a pediatrician. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. It is a bit bizarre. Um, yeah. I have a love of filmmaking um, that I just discovered with Kevin, honestly. I've always loved movies. Um, love thinking about them. Love talking with friends about them. You know, going to see them with friends and chatting afterwards. Um, and who knew I was going to get an opportunity to actually make them uh, with my husband. So it's actually been a blast. So a nice sort of creative outlet for uh, the very other scientific side of me. So it works out for us. It's very strange for sure. But uh, for some reason it works for us. <clears throat> That's yes. awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I love, obviously I love the movies. Uh, you guys see me on Facebook. I go to the movies. I go to a theater like a couple times a week. I just, I love the art of, of movies and storytelling. And the one, the one, the one kind of, 
my sentences are not coming together. Okay, you guys, you guys did a lot of, you guys are doing a lot of short films, and the art of doing a short film is really cool because you got like you know ten to fifteen minutes to tell the story, and you want to, you want to capture people right away and then hold them to the end, and and, then, and you want them to want more basically. I, so I just watched Heartless, and that was that was really good. I got to say, big shout out to Stacy Schneider, Schneider, yeah. Schneider. Yeah, Schneider. Yeah, she did such a great job, especially um, she just had that dismissive look. Where like, you know, I was like, "What's going on with this girl?" And then you find out more, which is really cool. And I, I, I hate to, I would hate to spoil it or anything, because I'm sure you guys will have it um, for everyone to watch eventually. Right? Yeah, yeah. Once it's done with the festival round, yeah, we'll uh, we'll release it for uh, for the world to see. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Stacy really killed that role. She was um. She's such a talented actor. Um, yeah, we were so fortunate to be able to work with her uh, after we met her um, on Feeding Time with Matt. Um, that's that's where we first met Stacy, and then Kevin Kevin wrote the role with Stacy in mind, hoping that she would be available. And turns out she was, and it was <laughs> great. Yeah, just the, with the Telltale Heart being the story I based it on, just having that contrast of having such a sweet, nice person like Stacy is, having done what the character in Telltale Heart did, that was. I was just irresistible. I just really, I, I, I thought of the first scene of the film um, on the, on the way home from a set, and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I could make a pretty cool short film out of that. And, and there you go. But uh, glad you liked it, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Stacy does look really like she looks very cute and innocent and very nice <laughs> and pleasant. And then she, then you got like you know the turn of events. You know things yeah, happen, yeah. which makes it a lot of fun. And I gotta say, big shout out to Matt Mercer because. He's actually kind of playing an asshole in this. Oh, yeah. That's that's actually how he is in real life. I mean, (laughs) he wasn't acting at all. I I see him. He's one of those very – got everybody fooled. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't believe that at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, he listens to these, so he'll he'll punch me next time he sees me. So, Matt, Matt, he's got to be Canadian. Like, Matt was probably born in Canada. Hey, hey, what's up, Sean? Hey. Like, like Matt, Matt's always like the – like you know, like he played the like, security or cop in um, uh, Beyond the oh, Gates. Oh, Beyond the Gates. Yeah. yeah. And I, I sent him a message. I'm like, Matt, I don't believe it. I don't believe it, man. I don't take you serious. If you came up and tried to arrest me or stop me, <laughs> I would, I'd be like, uh, excuse me, sir, get out of the way. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I just uh, um, yeah. Do you know why I pulled you over? <laughs> like I, I don't know, and I'm driving off. Just, yeah. <laughs> Matt seems like a genuinely nice guy. I've never hung out with him in person, but I told him I I, I planted the seed last time making him on a podcast. I'm like, dude, if you ever like filming and doing some stuff in in LA, man, send me an invite. Maybe I'll roll up there. I've never been on the set. I don't know. I have I have no idea like what goes on in movie production. I have no idea. Oh, oh wow, yeah. I mean, shoot, come by. Yeah, it's a blast. It's a blast. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's like 12, 14 hour days, but it is, it is so fun. Yeah. You should definitely come. We'd, we'd be happy to have you. Yeah. I would love to just, just, you know, kick back for a couple hours and keep my mouth shut and, uh, <laughs> just, just to see what goes on. I know like you see like a 15 minute film, you're like, Oh, what did that take? Like 15 minutes of film? I'm like, no, you know, there's like all these things change. I don't, you know, I really don't know. I'm just guessing like the, the reshooting things and doing it over and over until it's perfect and, and then special effects, and it's it's really it's just it's all interesting to me. 
Yeah, the uh, well, Heartless took three days. Uh, you had one day in the house and then two days in the office. And like the office days were split up between like non-blood days and blood days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we had the uh, the blood effects people on set for two of the two of the days. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 an interesting process. It's it's always uh, surprising. To, to see how it goes down. Even, even when you're directing, you kind of have, have a, a way in your head that it's going to go. And, and some, a lot of times it goes that way. And sometimes it doesn't. And you're just like, whoa, but uh, no, it's, it's, it's a fun thing to, uh, to be involved with. Um, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. It's such a collaborative piece. It's really cool to watch all these uber professional people get together and create this product that only this group of individuals would make. Like if someone else was switched out, it would have a different take. Like it's, it's really cool to see. It's like a singular piece by these just wonderfully talented individuals. I, I love watching it happen too. So I think you get a kick out of it. And I just love watching actors work. I don't, I don't know. It's something I'm not very good at acting. Um, took a class in college and I was just horrible. Oh, I just, could not get out of my own head, could not play another person. Yeah, it was just something. So when I watch them work, it's just it's just awesome. And watching some of the things that Stacy did uh, in that movie, I, I was just like, whoa. I mean, it, it was it was really uh, absorbing. And, and oh, yeah, the, there's the scene uh, at the at the end um, when she's walking. Um, she's looking kind of at the camera. I, I was an eyeline for that. So I actually got to to be involved in a scene. And man, she was scary. She was just, I mean, it was like I, I like felt it in my spine. I was like, oh, my God, she she's really she's really in it. Um, but I, it's sometimes uh, I would let scenes run too long because <laughs> I'm supposed to yell cut, but I'm just watch, watching them act. And I'm just like, oh, wow, that's great. That's oh. really great. Oh, shoot. Cut. Cut. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. They're just so amazing. And then those three guys we, we're talking about Mercer. Uh, I do have to clarify. He is like one of the nicest people in the world. <laughs> but all three of those guys are just so nice in real life. And then they just like, boom, turn it on. And they're just completely different. And what I wrote <laughs> and they're, they're kind of douchebaggish. So, <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I just love how they, they turn it on, turn it off. Um, just, just they're smiling one moment and then boom, they're into the scene. I, I find it to be a, a just a, a wonderful art. Um, and I, I just love watching them work. So I don't know. I just, Got to make some more films so I can watch it some more, I guess. Yeah, and you um, got to come down, Sean. It'll be a blast. <laughs> that would be so cool. I would, I would, I'd be so nervous, but I would do it. I just, you know, I'll just kick back with <laughs> some sunglasses on, you know, like, hey, so I'll just act tough, you know. So this ain't, this ain't nothing, movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember uh, Play Viola for me. Uh, that was just the second set I'd ever been on, I believe. I, I, I was, Matt had done a feature before that um, called You Are a Loved One, and I was on that set, but just for a little while. Um, so when I went in on play Viola for me, I, I hadn't been on a set really for that, that amount of time. And, oh man, um, I, I just, once I saw like Mercer light that cigarette with, uh, with the Zippo, I was like, ah, oh, this is amazing. This is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just a, it's a cool thing to do. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, that was a good one. This, the, the black and white noir, just very cool. Very cool. Um, so uh, when I was looking at some of the credits, I mean, some of the, like on your website, Sun, Sunshine Boy Productions, and yeah. um, so you guys, you guys are talking to a dummy, so I really don't know what this <laughs> stuff means. So when I ask, like, what, what this stuff means, sure, I honestly yeah. don't know. So I'll see. If lot, I, I okay, know. okay. <laughs> you guys are listed a lot as like executive producers. 
Let's, yeah. Like, what does that even actually mean? What is a what is an executive? Let's say like people who listen to this podcast. I know. I mean, I know, but the, everyone else listening, they must be really <laughs> dumb, and I need you to explain <laughs> it to them. I already know this, but I don't want to ruin it for you. I, I, I have no clue. I just I just <laughs> thought it sounded important, and I was like, hey, man, that'd be really cool if I was executive producer on this. Uh, it, it's it it varies. It. it you know, um, sometimes executive producers are, are more involved. Like, uh, like for for Heartless executive producer, I, w- I was very much involved. Um, other other things that are listed on the website that it's, it's basically funding. We we help people out with funding for the for the film because we we thought it was a, a great project. There's a project mainline on there that um, that we we helped out with funding. We we were on set for a little. I wouldn't say we helped <laughs> that much. We basically yeah. just went to set to see how things were going. But sometimes, like with executive producer, you. You take ownership of, of what the project is going to be in the end, um, and much more involved. And other times you're you're not as involved. I don't know if that really explains it that well, but uh, oftentimes it has something to do with with funding. Um, I know, like when you when you see Steven Spielberg, executive producer on on like Transformers or whatever. I mean, that's they're they're using his name, <laughs> but uh, I doubt yeah. that uh, that he had anything to do with with funding or that sort of thing. But I might be putting words in Steven's mouth there, so not to be wrong about that. But sometimes they, they use just somebody's name to sell something. But that is not our position. Uh, so with, with executive producer with the films we've done, it's, it's uh, a portion of or, or all of the funding of the film. Well, I mean, I'm li- I like what you guys are doing. And I like I can tell what you're involved with. It just has a very it's a very artistic feel. And even, even on your website, it says, let the artist shine. Like that's right in your logo, which that's I mean, a lot of respect for that. That's a, that's a great just slogan right there. Let the oh, art yeah. shine. Thank you. Yeah, it beat out everybody needs a little sunshine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, it's and, you know and, and these dark horror movies like people are dying. It's like sun sunshine. I know. We're trying to be ironical. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Where are you guys from? You have a little accent. You're not from California, are you? Uh, no, this is the, the Orange County accent. You haven't, you haven't heard the Orange County accent? No, I, I, we're both from Asheville, North Carolina. It's just, I, I kept my accent. And, yeah. Uh, Jen, uh, just had lost one. mine. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, just, I couldn't get rid of it. <laughs> so, so now I'll wear it with pride or, or say it with pride. But yeah, we, uh, we grew up in North Carolina. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. My, my buddy, uh, Rocky, who's actually runs the, runs the podcast network that i'm on he's out there in north carolina oh sweet so yeah you got those acts i, I love accents californians <laughs> just sound dumb All right. i don't know i love accents i i especially love love um like uh london accent oh, i love it australian accent uh oh, way yeah. way cooler than us yeah, right, well, uh, they do sound smarter, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll see if I can draw out my words a little more and be a little more Southern for you, man. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was very um, Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Coral. <laughs> oh my god oh yes that's the i, I used to do, walk around the house and go carl <laughs> yeah that's a that's an english guy doing a southern accent yeah are you guys walking dead fans yeah uh, a while back yeah once negan showed up it got a little little yeah. too i mean we make dark movies but that was just a little too dark, <laughs> too dark and, for yeah so <laughs> so we, we bailed out around that time but uh we, we watched it like every week before that mm-hmm. oh, yeah, especially after after uh Glenn got his head bashed in, or yeah, yeah, that was 
That was it. I That's was like, it. That's it. I'm yeah. Out. I, I, I hung out. I, I watched Jen, Jen stopped watching like maybe one episode after that. I, I think I watched maybe five or six after that. And then, then it was almost like hate watching. I don't know. I was just kind of like, oh man, it's just it's so dark and sad. And yeah, I don't they, know. they lost their moral core. Rick lost his mind. They bashed Glenn's head in. Like, who, who do you root for anymore? Kind of nobody. Mm, I, yeah. Yeah. Did you are you are you still watching? I'm still watching it. Uh, but really, when you think about it, there is no like heroes in this story. Everyone's <laughs> just everyone is just their own heroes and their own villains at the same time. So every group is their own. You know, they got their yeah, own thing yeah. going. You can follow any group and it would be the same story. Oh uh, really? I mean, if you think about it, right? Negan's group. <laughs> if you just made that what Walking Dead was about, you could you could find some good stuff in there and the, the good people in there and you can make them look like the heroes and then what are these guys, where's this Rick guy coming with all of his people killing people? Yeah. Every time Rick shows up, everything gets messed up. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's very true. I still watch it though. I actually fear picked up Fear of the Walking Dead actually right now is really good. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah they they brought Morgan in, right? From uh from the first the first year. Yep, they brought Morgan in. Yep, they brought Morgan in and um there's a just a whole cast of new characters. I forget this guy's name, the actor's name. The Maggie Grace is in there, and oh, cool. there's, there's just like a. It's just a different feel. Like it just it feels really good right now. They might just mess it up. I mean, they, they have like you know a, a nice little run of really good episodes where I'm like, oh, this is actually better than the core Walking Dead. So I don't know. It makes me feel good. Just check it out. Uh, yeah, we, we watched the first season, and I, I don't know why. We, it's not like we didn't like it. It's just yeah. we didn't we didn't pick it up the next year. <coughs> oh, there's so much TV. Yeah, it's like I, I talk to my friends, and they talk about series, and I'm like, oh man, I gotta watch that. Um, yeah. yeah, so much TV, so little time. Yeah, I get that. There's there, and it's, there's so much quality TV, quality movies, and you're yeah. just like, I can't watch it all. So I need you guys to tell me w- what the 10 out of 10 shows are, and, and I might check out those ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so tough, right? You need to watch this, Sean. You need to watch this. Uh, what would you rate that out of 10? Eh, about nine, nine and a half. Not good enough. You tell me <laughs> to come back with a 10 out of 10 show. <laughs> Only the best of the best. <laughs> you give me another Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad or, uh, let's see, uh, Westworld. Give me, I want something yeah. I know I need to watch. Mm. Yeah. Oh, are you asking? Oh, what are you guys watching right now? What's the be- what are you guys watching? Well, actually, uh, Westworld. I-, I thought season one was was amazing. I thought the leftovers to the series was incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. We're we're watching the Expanse right now, and like it, it seemed like Sci Fi was canceling it, and I think Amazon picked it up or something, which which made us very happy. Um, but yeah, we're we're watching a new season of the Expanse, and you got to pay attention. Um, I mean, it's they throw just a lot of stuff at you. That's just a lot of story, but I think the production value on that is was amazing, and I, I love that show quite a bit. Huh. Uh, but yeah, the, the the leftovers I I thought was one of my favorite series I've ever seen. Um, it just kept on getting just uh, just more amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for words for that one. I, I love that show so much. Yeah, I, I gotta say, like. Last night you you were uh, on Facebook. You posted you're you're watching. It comes at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that was one of my favorite movies of last year. It's just just the I felt like when I started watching that movie, I just got kind of sucked into the story, and I felt involved in their decisions. And knowing you said you liked that, right? Oh yeah, that yeah, movie? it was wonderful. Okay, so what now you- now I see why you like the leftovers. It's got that same gritty, dark. 
mm-hmm. tone to it. Very, yeah. very slow, but everything feels like it's slowly moving towards something big. And it's really, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, maybe 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 I was in the mood for it. I, I know um, I I'd read a couple things that just were were less than impressed with it, and I don't know if it was uh, an actual media service did a review or if it was people on Facebook or, or what. I, I do know it was like kind of advertised like a like a straight up horror film and I, and I wouldn't classify it like that. But I, I thought it was pretty scary at times, um, just like heavy drama scary. Um, I found it way more scary than, than a lot of things that are labeled horror movies um, just because I got involved with the characters and I, I was really, really concerned about what was going to happen and this world they created i thought was was really terrific um yeah that's one of my favorite ones i've seen in a while and i guess i i actually uh we, we started watching this other movie that i picked out and it was not good at all we shut it off after like 12 minutes i won't say what film um but yeah it's just the characters were not there they were trying to be cool and you know lots of violence and you know lots of cussing and lots of you know they're trying to be gritty they're trying to be reservoir dogs and it just didn't work and um, I was just like, all right, well, we're, we're done. Um, what do you want to watch? And mm-hmm. she said it comes at night. And because I had heard or, or read these reviews, I was like, ah, I just don't know. People said it was slow. I don't know. And then I was like, hey, you know what? Let's let's just do it. And turned out, you know, I was completely wrong based off of my opinion. And, and I, I loved it. Um, and I, I didn't think it was slow. I thought, um, you know, it, it had a, a gradual build. But I was so concerned about what was going to happen with these characters. And, and they kept on introducing new things. I thought the storytelling was really wonderful. And, and I, I, yeah, I don't want to ruin the ending for anybody. But I just thought that was just awesome <laughs> where it went. Um, that was unexpected and awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I just I felt like I was just in there. Like there's there's a person. Do you trust them? No, don't trust them. What are you doing? No, don't trust them. Don't go. Oh, you came back. Oh my god, is he, uh, is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? What's going on? Like I felt yeah. I felt really stressed out over this, these decisions, and that's what I like about movies. Yeah, yeah, it was just like it was totally driven by like their, their fear and paranoia. It was justified to be in the world that they were in. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I, I could just yeah. rave about it. It's just, uh, I, I loved it. I thought yeah. it was wonderful. Yeah, they did advertise it like a horror flick. You thought it was going to be like a slasher film or something, yeah. something with a lot of energy, and it wasn't. I think that's why people were so turned off. Cause yeah, really I guess are- so. If, 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 I, you know, if I went to a theater thinking it was like a monster, monster movie, like, you know, um, Aliens or something, which I did watch last night too. I was, like, was going to go to bed and Aliens was on. <laughs> And you just I just quote all the dialogue in it, and oh, I have that's one of your movies. Sounds one of those stick around and you have to watch movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just I can't shut it off. It's so good, and and um, yeah, so yeah, it was. It comes at night and Aliens night last night. <laughs> but awesome. yeah, those are two different things, but like equally scary. I don't know. Yeah, I really I really like that movie. It kind of sucked that other people didn't feel the same way, but it's because it was geared towards a certain audience and it wasn't like your general popcorn flick watching going to the theater movies. It was it was a, like a, it was basically a heavy drama, thriller maybe. I would t- I would even take the horror name out of that out of the genre yeah. out of it. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> it's kind of like what you were saying about The Walking Dead and how if you looked at the this, if the movie was from the point of view of the other family, it literally could be the exact same. It was horrific on both ends, but more of a thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that was good. Have you guys seen the movie Bug? 
I, I, I'm familiar with it. I know I know Mercer loves that film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, the the guy who wrote the play, and I'm assuming the uh, the screenplay or what, he's actually married to um, the the main uh, actress on Leftovers. Oh. Uh, I, I forget her name. I'm blanking out on her name. That's so yeah. bad. But uh, yeah, I always found that to be uh, interesting. But um, yeah, I, I, I know of it. Talking about the, the film with uh, is Michael Shannon in that? Mm-hmm. Michael Shannon, and Ashley Judd. Shannon's in that. I should watch it because yeah, uh, it's really good. It's like it's just one, it's this movie where they're they're in this house and they they are hardcore tripping out. I don't know if it's a, a mental thing. I don't know if it's it was a dr- it's a drug thing or if it's just uh, mental unstable. Blah, blah, blah. Mental <laughs> unstability? Is that a word? <laughs> we'll go with it. We're going to, yeah. Sure. Un- unstability. Unstable, <laughs> unstability. <laughs> Anyways, and they're freaking out, and they think there's like bugs in their skin and their teeth, and they're like pulling their teeth out, and uh, uh, it's, it gets pretty weird and uh, grody. Yeah. yeah. Jen loves bugs. I do. She they're just my loves them. Favorite. <laughs> oh, Jen. No, I can't. I don't think I can watch that film. That, I'm kind of I'm getting, getting grossed out right now. I know. Yeah, it's like if she sees a roach or whatever. She if I see a bug in the kitchen, I, I flip out. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm so with you. I, I can't stand bugs. Uh, spiders don't bother me, but like cockroaches and like stuff like that. Um, I uh, I work, you know, out in parking lots all night, so cockroaches are everywhere. Oh god! Uh, Those big ones that buzz around your head—the big, big ones that fly yeah. and land on you. Ugh. <clears throat> yeah, yeah it's just the fact that they fly is just uh, that's so. It's where's that fair. horror movie? Yeah, like, that is not cockroaches, fair. <laughs> flying cockroaches from hell. Like, just that would be a terrifying. Like, they just swarm on you and, and eat you. That'd be like, one where I would not enjoy the set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bug guy comes in with all the bugs and no. Jim loses her mind on set. Yeah, let's do it. I want to be, be there for that one. I know, it actually sounds like a pretty good midnight movie. No. Flying cockroaches from but, hell. Okay. Flying cockroaches, how the hell they win that genetic, lo- genetic lotto, right? It's like you get to fly and live forever. I know. It's like, that's just, I mean, yeah, that's not, it's not fair. And then penguins can't fly. I mean, that's, what's going on with that? It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Can you imagine if penguins could fly, how, how weird that would look? <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't fly very high. It'd be pretty think. awkward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they could flap their wings so fast, like a hummingbird. So they just kind of like float, you know, you just see the little bodies floating, but the wings are moving so fast you can't see them. That would that'd be, yeah, that'd be cool. Let's make a movie on that. Killer penguins. Yeah. Killer flying penguins. And then as the series goes along, it will be the flying cockroaches versus the flying penguins. And we know who wins that battle. We've got, got a, a whole uh, dynasty here set yeah. up. Yeah, six, eight film series. I think. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> Just don't, don't over. You got you to know that right amount, though. You got to get in. Get people's attention. Three films films are usually the best. And starts, you know. Then we start getting, you know, I, maybe not because you, you know, Fast and the Furious. It, it started getting good at like five. So you're like oh, five, yeah. six, seven, eight. It's like that's all the good stuff. So maybe, man. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. That would be a great set to be on just to see the stunts. My goodness, it was like watching uh, watching somebody jump from one highway to another on a on a bridge or something. Yeah. One man like in seven. I can't remember. I haven't, I haven't watched many of them. 
Yeah, they, I don't. I'm not a big fan of those ones. I like the. Um, what movie were we talking about right now? We were talking about Fast and Furious. What was it? Fast and the Furious. Fast and Furious. Oh, somehow, some reason, my mind went to Transformers, and I was like, Michael Bay, Transformers, stunts. Uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, we, same. Well, we can talk Transformers. Jen loves Transformers. Maybe like Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> that was a yeah. I would love to just see how they do that, right? Being on set, seeing those big stunts happen. Yeah. I mean, they got a process, right? They they have this. They know exactly what they're going to do every day they go in. It's probably, you know, everything's tight and they just know what. The, I mean, could you imagine like like The Walking Dead, right? They film a, a 16 episodes every year. They got I mean, that's got to be they got to get in there and it's got to be tight, right? They got to get in there and, and knock everything out that they need to knock out in a certain amount of time and or else they're, they're screwed. They have they have to have it. Have it filmed. I mean, do you guys ever think about that? I mean, how long does it take you to do a 15-minute, like, short film? What's the process on that, like, uh, filming-wise? How, how many days does it take? Uh, we, we did three. Um, uh, one day in the house and two in the office. And it was, like, it was 12-hour days. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was it was packed. <laughs> it was it was packed. But I suppose we had seven blood effects in the film, too. So um, it, it was a, there was a lot of logistics involved, like, making sure that um, – uh, yeah, making sure that uh, you were filming stuff as the blood effects were ready, so that there there wasn't a lot of like wasted time. Um, so we we had to keep things moving, but you know, with with it being it was like eleven pages, and and it, it was it was pretty tight. We we did some uh, that was something where um we we had to like trim things down on set. Um, I remember one time it was Stacy and me and one of the producers Jose. Um, Mike testing the photographer and we were trying to figure out how to condense like, I don't know, there's going to be like five shots, um, uh, different camera angles having condensing that down into one movement because we, uh, we didn't have time to do as many shots as I thought. Uh, so there's, there's a bit of that in, in short film, especially, uh, cause often you don't have a lot of time to, to shoot. So, um, yeah, but, uh, it was three days on, on that shoot, um, and there was a plan going in, but uh, plans change oftentimes when you when you get to set and you have to um, change your mind, improvise, uh, combine shots, um, find find uh, like one angle that'll that'll do uh, the same thing uh, for two separate um, things. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm kind of rambling here, but uh, yeah, it's uh, you, you typically go in with a with a plan. Um, and then sometimes the plans change and sometimes the plans go really well. Sometimes the changes turn out to be awesome. Uh, so that I was very fortunate that, uh, had a camera guy thought up some, uh, some clever stuff. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually, that all that's actually pretty interesting. Cause it, you know, me just being a movie watcher, I don't think about that, you know, angles and stuff. I just figured that you just got one angle and it, there it is. That works. That one works. You know, you get, you're changing things up and you have to improvise maybe sometimes. And I, I like that stuff doesn't really, doesn't even register with my brain. It just seems like it seems so stressful, <laughs> but it's cool. Though. It's art. That's the art process. Well, just like with, with Heartless, uh, the, the scene where um, Stacy walks out of the house is like I had that covered in like a, a shot on her that was like a, the camera traveling with her. I was going to shoot it from the ground looking up at her and then um, have a have an angle from her perspective uh, looking down at the ground. And it ended up just being one shot. 
<laughs> where it's the low angle with her feet walking out into the backyard that covered all that because that scene or that shot goes into an up angle on her in the backyard. So all those stuff that I had planned out in my head was actually worked out on set with talking to the photographer. And, and so that happens uh, a lot on sets I've been on, at least, um, is, is figuring out a way to, to get the information because it, it takes a while to set up each shot because of the lighting and the, and the moves and, and rehearsing it that way. And, and uh, so you want to keep it to uh, a minimum amount of shots. So, you know, that was, that's one thing. If you find that interesting, I don't, I don't know. I do. Actually, I do. Yeah. I, all, all this is interesting to me. Like I said, I don't, I, re- I don't really know, know all, like what goes on. So when I hear all this kind of stuff, it really makes me respect the the art form and especially you guys are a lot smaller teams you, you you're not working with michael bay and ten thousand people <laughs> right you're like you, you it's it's more personal it's I, I really it really i respect it it's really awesome well it's really cool we, we um we got to be friends with um uh a lot of really cool filmmakers and we we've had the uh, opportunity to work with them um you know on on my mercer's feeding time and and uh um, and just gotten this core group of people that, that we're fortunate enough to work with that are our friends. So you're basically, you know, on set, you're working, but it's your friends that you're working with. So it's, it's very cool. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very fortunate. Yeah, we, we help them out. They help us out. Like um, a couple of our friends have shot some stuff here and at our apartment. And <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so basically they're like, hey, we're shooting. And people are like, okay, I can come, I can come. What can you do? And yeah, it's there's a lot of um, a lot of support around, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, the, the house in Heartless is our, our friend uh, Brian and Mel's house, um, and they shot stuff over here uh, after we shot at their house. And it was actually another shoot at their house. Uh, it was on my way home from that that I thought up Heartless. So yeah. it pays to go and help friends out. You think up yeah. movies when you're on your way home. Um, <laughs> and then they'll help you with them. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll help you with them. And they'll, they'll let you completely get their house all bloody. Yeah, so. Nice. That's that's uh, it's so interesting to me. I just – I wish I <coughs> – I wish I had the just – whatever it takes to make a movie it just seems so cool i mean when you have the idea like you're you wrote heart heartless so you write down you write your ideas down you form this what you think the movie's gonna look like and then you start actually filming the movie and getting stuff together does this start like when the pieces start fitting back together do they actually fit the way you envisioned them or do does it kind of like take on its own form at the time oh wow um yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I'll take I'll take two different movies. Heartless actually ended up looking very much the way that I imagined it would look, um, or maybe because of inexperience uh, with um, with the form. Play Violet for me. When I wrote it, uh, I had much more of a because it had kind of quippy Elmore Leonard style dialogue in it. Um, I had it looking more like like out of sight. Um, like like kind of blue tones and and just uh, I, I don't know I love the movie Out of Sight it had a fractured narrative like uh, like Play Violet for me did and, and but then when I started talking with the photographer Patrick McGinley and and Matt um, he asked me how noir I wanted to go and I was like oh let's let's just balls to the wall let's let's do it so then the imagery that he came back with was like classic black and white. And it's the stuff that I love. And I was like, oh, wow, that'd be that'd be really cool if we took it that way. Um, and we one of the early versions of the script 
I had it where the the flashbacks were in color and the regular was in black and white. Uh, and over time, it kind of morphed into that kind of out of sight look. So we actually ended up going back to the, the way I envisioned it in the beginning. Um, and, and so uh, that one ended up being different style wise from what I had in my head when I was when we were going into pre-production. Uh, but then on set, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's that's how that's how I thought it up in the beginning. And I, I really love that he, he brought that home. But Heartless was I wanted the um, the American Psycho kind of office look uh, at the beginning. And I wanted those kind of warm tones in the, in the house. Uh, so that one ended up looking the way I had it in my head the whole time. Awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah. You, you you talk with a photographer, and and I told him that I wanted you know like highlight American Psycho style. Um, engendered the wardrobe uh, for Heartless, so mm-hmm. she she got them all uh, glammed up in their Wall Street slash American Psycho suits and and uh, ties and suspenders. Um, and so that that kind of brought that look home. Um, but yeah, so it's it's conversations with your with your team. To, to get the look and and then so yeah I would say both of those films turned out especially Heartless turned out the, the way I envisioned it so it wasn't a lot of like get to set and you're like whoa that doesn't look anything like <laughs> what are you filming uh, yeah I do remember the the first day on set for Play Viola for me uh, because I I'd, I'd spent so much time with uh, with Matt talking about the the black and white uh, stuff the first scene that we shot was uh, was the uh, the bedroom scene um, in Violet. And, and it was like this amazing kind of David Lynchy noir tone to it with, with Najara in this red dress. And, and I remember seeing that image on the monitor and being like, Oh wow, it's so cool. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I don't, I don't know if I can fully take ownership because, because McGinley just went just all out with, uh, with the lighting and the visuals and that. Um, so, uh, he, he had a, a bit like bringing home what, what we were talking about. Um, yeah, I, I, I love the way that film looks, but mm-hmm. I can't take 100% credit. <laughs> just, just, just take it. Just take it. No, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, no, there's just two very uh, – Matt is the director and uh, McGinley is the photographer, two very talented people that, that brought it home. Yeah. What was the – what was Stacy's character's name? Was it Shelly? Yeah, yeah Shelly. For Heartless, yeah. All right, this is my – I'm going to quote something here. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, that is completely inappropriate. <laughs> That's my favorite line. <laughs> right. yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That was. I actually remember. I remember writing that. Um, like a, a freehand, right? I don't. I don't like. I'll write it freehand on paper, and then I'll type it into uh, in the final draft. So I remember when I wrote that. I laughed and I dropped my pen and I was like, "Oh, that's that's a cool line." Uh, I don't often do that because you really some some lines you think are great and then some lines just don't land or, or whatever. But uh, it always landed, uh, so I was I was very happy with how that turned out. On the surface, that those words are like, "Oh, like that's just oh sh- oh Shelly, that is completely inappropriate." It's the way the line was delivered at that timing. It was just like, "Ah, smash it!" There you go. <laughs> Was the, there's a phone in the movie? There's a phone ringing. No, no, yeah. no. Was that feeding time? There was a phone in one of the. I watched the movies back to back. So oh, there's a yeah, phone. Feeding time's got the phone. Yeah. It, it, there's but there's a phone in one of them, and uh, and it, was there a picture of Jen on it or no? Oh yeah. sure, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that was that was heartless. Um, and that's kind of funny. That was accidental. I I accidentally got into voice acting <laughs> with uh, with this film because um. <clears throat> 
in the pre-production process, uh, we were really um, uh, squeezed for time. We were, it was a big time crunch. And I never figured out how to get a phone, just a cheap phone that we could drop and because it needs to fall on the floor. And when time came around, Kevin's like, use mine because nobody else wanted to have their phone dropped on the floor. So <laughs> so I called it and then my picture popped up and I was like, oh, shoot. Okay, well, this is what happened to him though. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the picture on my phone when Jen calls. I just changed her number to Jillian yeah. or like the name on her number to Jillian yeah. and forgot to put a different picture in. But yep, so, but yeah, but that's that's Jillian. That's yeah, the, so then, then I, I got to say my, my one line. Oh, I like this. Yeah, I saw a picture, a yeah. photo, and I'm like, wait, was that Jen? And then I rewind it, you know, <laughs> then I rewind it, rewound it, rewind it. I skip back. I love, there's no rewinding in a, is there a rewind? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In digital? Sure. Is there? Okay. <laughs> Seems weird, right? We're going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Why not? I scan backwards. Scan and, back? <laughs> yeah, what What do you say? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Rewind. I, back. I tra- time traveled back. Five tra- seconds. That's it for sure. Time See, look, traveling. you got you got a fan. <laughs> he's just he's just going rolling it back to watch you again. That's I just so nailed funny. it. Just totally nailed it. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. I was like, is that Jen? Because you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I was. can see why she's jealous of Jillian now. You yeah. Know? There's a there's another point too. I'm actually the gloves hand in um in play Viola for me uh-huh. when when the two girls are on the floor because <clears throat> it's only Najara, you know. So I don't want to say much more because I'm going to totally give away one of the coolest film, but but I'm the gloved hand. So yeah. gloved hand, yeah, you can sell like jewelry on whatever you, just, uh, you know. Those, <laughs> call now, the next minute, you know, you can this this yeah, five hundred dollar like thing for two hundred dollars. Yeah, we we've done our best to use props from from uh, the different films in consecutive movies. The, yeah. the gloves that uh, Jen that uh, Najara wore and play Vala for me. She wore again in Feeding Time time in the opening scene. And then the heart necklace that Stacy wore in Feeding Time, she wore in Heartless. Yeah. So we're we're trying to like keep a a train of props going from film to film. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say something. Okay, so Najara in Feeding Time, she's got like this stuff on her teeth. I don't know if they were fake teeth or just stuff on her teeth. Yeah, it was uh, was stuff on her teeth. Yeah, made her her pretty grody in that. Yeah. So they got this like like really nasty looking teeth look, and she has these big black goggles on, and still looks good. <laughs> <laughs> oh and, my god! Uh, yeah. yeah, she looks so grody in that. That was Mayora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, makeup man. Yeah, she's such a talented makeup artist. She makes Najara look grody. I don't know how that was possible. But honestly, still looks good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Mayora did the uh, the makeup and contracted. So mm-hmm. that was, was actually uh, when we met. Ooh, that contracted. There were some scenes in that movie that the first time I watched the movie, it really turned me off. Like I was watching it late at night, and the t- pe- when fingernails get ripped off in, oh, in, like, uh, in movies, or you know, if somebody posts that on Facebook, like a real person, like, "Oh, look, my nail ripped off," and I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "Some yeah. about it." And I was like, "I can't watch this right now. I had to go back and watch it later." Yep. Yeah, it's it's just wild uh, seeing seeing the jar on the feeding time set in uh, in that get up. Yeah. yeah, and that's Jen's jacket that she was wearing. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, Rachel Farrell, uh, one of the producers on the film. She uh, she got those wardrobes together. Yeah, got the uh, the steampunk goggles going on. Yeah, yeah, I love that scene. I've I've seen that before. I actually saw the movie or the film. I I've, I've seen pictures of that scene. Was, yeah, uh, yeah. Was it Graham Skipper? Yeah, yeah Graham. It was Graham. Yeah. Yeah, from beyond the gates and mm-hmm. uh, 
um, Mind's Eye, and he's got a new film out, uh, yeah, Sequence, Sequence Break. Break. That, it's on uh, Shutter right now. Yeah, with Chase Williamson in it. It's it's really cool. Yeah. You saw that in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, damn it! See all these all these services. Like, hey, come watch our film. Just sign up for another month, Sean. I know, I know. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. I think it's I had up, to do. I think I used up my shutter thing. Oh, your trial or, or the. There's yeah. like. You get a week? I don't remember. I'm half a week. I'm false advertising everything right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get your free week at shutter. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I was going to say it's Najara's The Stylist. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I had to get it, use my trial. But you know what? You can always use a different email. It's true. True. Set oh, up a new man. Gmail, man. They're free. <laughs> yeah, all your all your Shutter Gmails. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the free. Thanks for the free trial. Shutter at gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah, it's like Sean Fuller one, Sean Fuller two. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> like, I'm up to like eighty nine right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I got a question for Jen. So okay. if you're gonna do the wardrobe right for like a movie, like you said, you did the wardrobe for Harless. Yeah. Where do you start in that process? So that's another interesting process. Like, you, do you have like? Do, I mean, I'm sure you and Kevin work together. Like, this is what we envision. This is what we need for clothes. I mean, where do you where do you look for that stuff? <laughs> do you hit thrift stores or something? <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> well, we wanted to look super professional for uh, Heartless, um, uh, and so you know, Kevin directed all of the choices, and I love to shop, so it just works out <laughs> nicely. I, I really like having a little touch of of something in the film that I could mm-hmm. say I I helped out with. So um, that's how I kind of got involved in some sort of production design with Violet, and then also wardrobe with Violet and this and Heartless. Um, so yeah, we wanted basically for Shelby to walk into that boardroom and for you to immediately be on her side. So what better way to do that than put these dudes in like Wall Street and American Psycho douchebag outfits, you know, with suspenders and ties and everything. So, um, yeah, so we had, we actually picked specific characters from, uh, from Wall Street, Gordon Gecko and Christian Bale's character and Jared Leto's character from uh, American Psycho and sort of took a look at all the different, um, uh, wardrobe that they wore and the, actually the wardrobe that they used in marketing the film too. That was pretty key for me because I wanted to get something that would just sort of click with people on um, an emotional level maybe they recognize but maybe don't even recon- know that they recognize it um, so we picked some outfits that look very much like that and then I just went um, to like Men's Warehouse and Amazon Prime, thank you Amazon Prime, free shipping, free returns and then, uh, then H&M, and H&M. Yeah. H&M is where I found the girls outfits um, because we needed multiples of uh, each one but in just in case like they got bloody and they'd want to go back and redo a shot with everything clean um, from the start so I probably had six or seven sets of all the different outfits <clears throat> for each character um, available and then uh, just sent back the stuff we didn't use because I just want to make sure that, that that, you know, the wardrobe wasn't going to uh, snag up any of the, uh, the process, the filmmaking process. I wanted everything to be ready um, so that when something needed to happen, we were, we were ready wardrobe wise. Wow. Yeah. See, that's the stuff I don't think about. You know, I, I just figured you, you got, okay, there's the wardrobe. You got that set of clothing right there and that works and you make that work. Yeah. I didn't even think about this multiple, <clears throat> multiple, sets and it, it's wow it's, there's a lot of thought and, and work that goes into it the more more than i know well we, we well we 
there was quite a bit of blood play in the in the film, and I, I just didn't know how how many sets we would need. So yeah. so we we aired on this or we uh, we didn't air on the side of caution. We were just very cautious because we didn't want to run out in case we had to keep reshooting, reshooting, reshooting. Uh, we actually didn't use as many as I thought we would. Uh, I was really happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and oftentimes, like I think we gave a set to to every character if they wanted one. I know it. it you might find this interesting. Um, Stacy, we we let her have the suit afterwards, um, and she actually wears that to interviews. Oh, nice. <laughs> Can you, like if you just watched Heartless the night before and here comes Stacy walking in, that yeah. would be a trip. Yikes. I don't know if I could see her in that suit and just not be a little bit like, whoa. I'm a little scared. I've seen that. I've seen Heartless about a, over a hundred times now. So <laughs> She's like, Claire just didn't have the heart for the job. <laughs> yes, I know. Okay, we'll hire you. We'll hire you. I know. Anything you want. <laughs> Let's go out to my backyard. <laughs> right? Yeah, come over to my house. I got something to talk to you about. That, <laughs> no. that, that's cool. It, it's really – yeah, that stuff does interest me just to think about that stuff because I just watch movies, so I don't think about all this stuff. So I'm sure when you guys now – now that you're involved in making movies and writing movies, directing, uh, pr- producing movies, you've, you've seen the inside, the outside, the middle of, of what goes into making movies. Obviously, Jen doing the wardrobe and, and all that stuff. I bet you when you watch movies now – it's just a completely different thing. Do you, do you find it hard to separate yourself from just being a movie watcher? Or do you, when you watch movies, you know, just in your everyday life, do you really start to <laughs> yeah. dissect everything? Okay, I'm, I'm going to take this one because this <laughs> is right. funny. Like, since Kevin has learned how to direct and he'll stop, he'll stop and he'll go, wait, 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 just look at how they did. This is so cool. And he'll rewind it and then explain everything and go through it. And like, sometimes I just want to watch the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he she's letting this me, be known right he now. Wants, he it's wants like, to uh, show me the cool shots now. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's good. I was like, kind of into the story. <laughs> I was kind of enjoying the film. And thank you. Professor Kevin, <laughs> shut up! It's like just no, let no, me watch. Just let me up, watch, the let's movie. watch the movie. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the. Not, I mean, Heartless is the first thing I ever directed. So uh, <laughs> now it's just like when you when you uh, you get into something, it's just you, you find that kind of stuff just fascinating. So I, I do tend to stop stuff, and, and and a lot of times it's not like I'm explaining it. I'm just like, how did they do that? What I mean, yeah. See how they did that shot, and look how they they put that together. It's like for the it comes at night. Just I, I loved um, just the wide frame on on a lot of the shots in the house, which was uh, an interesting choice. It wasn't like close in. There were there were uh, long shots, and like the shot with um, the character walking down the stairs with the with the lantern that was shot with a mirror. So I just I don't know. I, it's, that's very vague, but uh, I just. I did say something about that last night. I think I did pause it. <laughs> like, no. look at that. Oh my God. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's worse than having somebody say the lines, um, no, along not. with the film. I think <laughs> no, it's really not. It's just the third or fourth time. I'm like, okay, let's watch the movie. Honey. <laughs> Damn it. Let's get back to the movie. He's going to get the girl. Come on. Exactly. Yeah. Pause it like right in the middle of a chase scene. <laughs> oh, on it. Look at that. Is that a CGI handle right there? Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that's interesting. I imagine it's it's that's ne- probably never going to go away. It's going to get worse and worse, Jen. So welcome yeah. to um. Yep the, the new the new world. Here I am. I'm good. I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> so now you get what you got to do is just 
go, okay, honey, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off, and you figure this out. And when you're done, <laughs> I'll be back in the room. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna warn you guys: do not watch Legion. Have you seen Legion? Uh, oh, the TV show. Yes. We watched like six we watched or seven a few episodes, episodes of it okay, well, because yeah. it just season two. It just gets it's so like crazy. I imagine just so many shots in there. Just like how <laughs> how I mean they do this stuff with audio in that show, and I'm like, wow, are you doing this with audio? It's trippy. It's really, uh, I really just wow, it's crazy. <laughs> I can imagine someone trying to dissect that stuff. Yeah, yeah. In season one too, they were doing some pretty remarkable filmmaking that was otherworldly so i can't even imagine what they're going into now yeah that, that was another one we started up but it's there's series that uh that i watch by myself and then there's a series that i watch with jen and then jen being a pediatrician she has to get up early in the morning so we, we have like a limited amount of time to, that we can watch series so sometimes we start things up like legion and another series comes along and I think it was uh, the leftovers or something. Yeah. We like we had started Legion and then leftovers came out. I was like, that's like appointment viewing. Uh, so we never really got back to Legion. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a series that I loved that that I watched that, that Jen didn't watch was uh, Bates Motel. Yeah, um, I've seen most of it. Oh man, it just ke- it just got better as it went along, uh, which is kind of rare in my opinion for a TV show to to just keep getting exponentially better as it went along. And by by the last season. Uh, that that was appointment viewing for me. I was like, I, I just had to watch it. It was just, I just wanted another episode as soon as it was done. I was like, more, more, more. I wanted to binge, and I couldn't because I was watching it as they came out. Yeah, that kid really did something. Like he really made you feel like afraid of like like that's a psychopath, right? Yeah, he, he did it so good. I, I thought, you know, I. I I think I made a comment on Facebook or something. I've definitely told like friends that, that I thought that was one of the greatest performances in the history of television. Uh, and I, I do not feel I'm being too grandiose or uh, over speaking there. It's just to, to play Norman Bates, like uh, such a famous, you know, villain, <laughs> but tortured villain, uh, but to play him with such humanity and, and it's just, Oh man, I was along for the ride. And then Vera Farmiga, is absolutely just amazing in that show. Yeah, I played she, other. She's always good. I like Olivia Cook too. She's- mm. Oh, and, and then um, Max Terriot too, um, the the brother. I mean, everybody. Just just the acting was just spot on. Um, really caught its stride like in the third season, I think. Uh, I felt like, and then from that point on, that's when you really started getting a Norman's you know state of mind and the family dynamics and just the twisted warped backstory. Um, yeah, Bates Motel is one of my one of my favorite series of all time. It ran its course, right? Sorry, it's done. Yeah, yeah, and they ended it really well, and they they, they started incorporating uh, parts of the movie in interesting ways. The, the original Psycho, oh. uh, in in just really original ways. Um, but yeah, I, I I can't recommend it enough. I thought it was amazing. That's one of those ones like you were saying. You just kind of you kind of drifted off for a sec, and then you forget where you're at, and you just kind of oh wait. You know, like that's one of the ones. I, last thing I remember him doing was kind of dressing up like his mom. That's the last thing I saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it it goes from there. It, uh, yeah. yeah, just it just gets yeah, it's so cool. I need more time. I know, yeah, you, I know that that's worth your time. I think I would say somebody invents a time machine. I'm not going forward or backwards. I'm just going to stop it right here, <laughs> and I'm just going to yeah. handle business for. Give me a couple years of right now. Let me catch up on everything, and then I'll unpause. <laughs> oh man, that's such a good idea. Right? 
Yeah, that would be awesome. Just freeze time. <laughs> you just do your stuff. Yeah, yeah. For four weeks straight. <laughs> you, know, you can go backwards and change one little thing and it'll screw up future forever. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> no one's going to get hurt if I pause and watch all the TV shows, right? That's very considerate of you, man. You don't want to you don't want to mess up anybody else's stuff, you know? Just uh yeah, just just take care of mine. Yeah, I've I've seen butterfly effect and um yeah. I'm good. Like, you know. Yeah, it ruins all time travel logic for for every film since it came out. <laughs> Which is weird when you think about like right now. Every every little thing that happened in your life had to have fallen into place in that exact order to 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 line up with where you're at right now one little thing man one little sneeze mm-hmm. one one you know anything car accident i mean everything can be like j- just changed completely you just it's just weird it's just weird how, yeah, how that yeah, works when you think about it yeah um it, it's interesting like um uh with with the fact i'm doing independent film now um the the day that i met matt mercer i was getting a, a, a stereo put in for my birthday so this i met matt mercer on my birthday i know that because i was getting a stereo put in at best buy um into his car yeah yeah, yeah. um into my car back in the day and, and, and it was, yeah but it was taking a little bit longer than i thought and i was getting a little hungry and i'm standing at the corner of formosa and santa monica in, in la um and you got the formosa bar there and then across the street is Jones Cafe. And I've been to Jones several times, knew they had good pieces. But um, I, I was like, man, there's Formosa. That that was an L.A. confidential. That's a famous bar. I should go I should go in there. Maybe they got a bite to eat. Uh, and I walk in, and behind the bar is Matt. Um, and that's how I met him. So you're talking about, like, butterfly effect and everything. At the time that I met Matt, I was writing, like, sci-fi spec scripts, like spec, uh, scripts that you write in hopes of selling them. So they're larger budget things, not mm-hmm. things that – that I could uh, put together myself. Um, so the, the whole idea of doing independent film hadn't really occurred to me. Um, I had worked in a company that was doing independent film, but me doing it with my company and that sort of stuff had, had never occurred to me. Um, so if I would have gone across the street into the Jones Cafe, I wouldn't have met Matt. And who knows if I would have been introduced to independent film in the way that I've been introduced to independent film. Um, and being on set with him and then doing Violet uh, – with him, uh, I, I don't know. I think about that a lot in, in the whole terms of like you are where you are because of certain things that happened or decisions you made or, or whatever. I just I don't know. I, I go back to that and, and think about that moment just standing there because it was it was a deliberation. It was like you know thirty seconds or so <laughs> where I'm just like man, oh gosh, um, Jones Cafe. Their pizza is really good. I, I should go in there. The nah, only, the only just, time the only time in history ever that. It's okay that they took too long and you were angry, right? Like, yeah. it, it could've, it could've, like, sorry, your car's done, and that would have everything would have been different. Yeah, oh, cool. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. It took them took them a little bit longer. I just, you know, ended up talking, and, and Matt went to the University of North Carolina, same as me, and he was in the theater program, and and I was in the uh, the film program. We weren't there at the same time, um, but you know, I knew that theater troupe because I I'd taken a directing class there and worked with the with playmakers. So the second he said he was with Playmakers, it's like, oh, this, this dude can act. <laughs> he can act if he was with Playmakers. Um, so yeah, we, we we just chatted, and you know, I had a had a beer and some food, and and how yeah. long how long was it before you actually helped him out on set? It was a long time between uh, that because we were just hanging out. Yeah, right? yeah, we hung out like maybe for a year, a year and a half, maybe yeah. two before uh, before he did your loved one. Yeah, and then probably like 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. It was, it was probably like 2012 or so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we did Violet <clears throat> in 2014, yeah. 15, something. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, huh? But you never know. You never know where life is going to take you if you and and, and that it pays to day drink. You can, meet, you can you can meet really great friends. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like you could get into film by. Uh... <laughs> That's funny. I'm gonna start day drinking every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know just what? waiting to meet somebody in the film. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm in Fresno, California, so no one's in the film industry around here. I don't think. Yeah, maybe, nope. maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So what's in the works for you guys next? I mean, I know uh, you guys got Heartless is going around film festivals right now, which is really cool. I want to say thank you again for letting me watch that. Oh, I, I appreciate it. No, no, I'm glad you dug it. And uh, and thanks for uh, hitting us up to do the podcast. It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got a, a feature film, a feature script that I'm uh, finishing up now. This is a um, low-budget horror thing that I'm, I'm hoping to direct. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of probably got maybe – two more drafts before uh, I think it's ready to show people. Uh, and then I just optioned a, a sci-fi, larger budget sci-fi. Um, so a, a company optioned the material, which is basically they have a year uh, to take it out and try to get it uh, set up with production companies or, or d- distributors and, and funding, that sort of thing. Uh, so that's what uh, that company's doing with that one now, um, packaging it um, with actors and, and whatnot. Um, so yeah, and and the uh, the Heartless Tour I've got a couple other projects I would like to uh, to write um, for the remainder of the year. Got uh, one; it's a sci-fi rewrite, and and then another project later on, which is a horror. So, yeah. So that's what's up. Busy, busy, busy. Heartless tour. That sounds like it. <laughs> sounds like a, like a boy band's going around like heartless. <laughs> heartless. Yeah. Well, <laughs> heartless. Yeah. Oh man! Now now every time I say that, I'm going to be like, oh, don't, oh gosh. The heartless tour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those teenagers are going to be so disappointed when I they know. show up. Yeah, yeah, really. That's it. This was not what I expected <laughs> at all. This is not so when good. You, when you uh, when you bring the movie somewhere and you have an audience of people watching, are you, do you genuine, genuine, generally, generally, Jesus, my brain is not firing on all cylinders right now. Or do do you hang out with them? <laughs> do you hang out with people and watch it, like? When you're in there and you and people are watching it, right? Do you do you watch people? Like, are you trying to? Look? Uh, I I get um I I do not watch people. I, I I would love to at some point be be like comfortable enough. I'm just wondering how it's gonna how it's gonna play, how the sounds gonna be, how the pictures gonna be, all these things that oh, I get yeah. wrapped up in. And then I'm just then I'm just watching it, and I do listen to the to the crowd because that's always fun. Because there's a couple moments in there. Um, that you know how the film's going to go with their response to it. Um, yeah, like you hope there's going to be a laugh at a certain point. And when there is, you're like, okay, they're hooked in. They're going to enjoy the rest of this. This is going to be fun to listen. I, I like listening with a crowd just to hear their responses and their reactions and see what they, you know, listen to what they like. And, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's fun. It's really fun to listen with, uh, with people in a um, theater. Yeah, like I, I don't know. Yeah, the heartless crowds have been um, they've been really cool, and then just uh, each one's different. You know, they they uh, they laugh at different stuff. Or I remember um, I wanted just to really 
gory parts of, of Heartless at, at one screen. There's the, the guy behind me in the row is like, oh, God, no. Oh, just like audibly in in a pretty much a quiet theater. And I just was like, yes, yes. Yeah, and um, there's another crowd where this guy went, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was he was cheering it on. He's like, yes. But that was that was like a, a crowd that was, you know, geared to uh, to watch a, a horror block. Yeah. Uh, we, we filmed it at Oxford um, uh, in Mississippi. That was where we uh, we premiered we, it. Yeah, we premiered it there. And, but that's not like a horror festival. It was just like you know a horror block. Yeah. Uh, and and there were, we had a couple people walk out. Actually, like four or six people walked out. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, that's it. Much. That's uh, a that's too, too much. much. They didn't oh. even get like really gory stuff. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. Uh, that that's his claim to fame now, but uh, we we hang out with people after because uh, there's usually a Q and A, and and uh, we we've had people come up and talk to us, and and that's always fun. Yeah, that's a blast. We love mm-hmm. hanging out with people that want to talk to us about our film. They're just they they each every person has a, an interesting take on it. Um, like there was this one um, high school principal. And he was like, oh, it just makes me so mad when somebody's not paying attention in a meeting. And that was like the one little thing that he picked up and, and resonated with him. Uh, you know, so the, you just never know what is going to resonate with someone. And I think there's a lot of stuff in there. And it's a lot of fun just to chat with people about it afterwards. I yeah. totally got that. When, when, at that scene where he, the guy's at the meeting and he's just on the phone and she's just kind of <laughs> talking. Like, I, I was... I was envisioning like, well, this is what my parents feel like when they try to talk to me and I'm zoned out. And I'm just kind of like, yep, yep, cool, cool, yep. But I'm really just like in my phone. You know, when you when we get on our phones, we we get really get sucked in. It's it's like we get held hostage sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I, I love it. It's like I see somebody in, in LA. It's like I see these guys on bikes, like bicycles, and they're they're like texting on their phone. It's like I don't know. Every time I see that, it just, it just blows wow. my mind. But they're like they're staring at their phone, but they're riding a bike. Yeah, I don't know. Seems, I, seems dangerous. I, I non segue <clears throat> there, but uh, it's just I don't know. Yeah, people almost run into me all the time because they're staring at their phone and walking. Yeah, yeah. on cars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah, I just uh, I wanted uh, I wanted him not paying attention, so uh, he, he kind of earned that that payoff later. Yeah, that's awesome. I got okay. I got one. I got one last question for you guys. I want you guys to really think about this one. Okay. Okay. If you could work on any movie franchise, any anything, <laughs> a movie franchise, or just just a single movie or any movie, if you can get like you can get in there and and uh, put your two cents in, get get a work, get get Jen gets to do some wardrobe for this, you know, <laughs> what would it be? Like, do you have like the one in your mind that you would love to be a part of? Oh, that's a hard one. <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah, because there's so many movies I watch, and I'm like, wow, the, the costume design on this is just amazing. Especially when you see, like, a time, like a period piece, right? And you're like, right. wow, that, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Gosh. I don't know. Can you go, Kev? Oh, I, I would just, I would love to be on a, on a like, I would have loved to have been, another TV series that I love was The Nick um, with Soderbergh. Yeah. I, I would, Soderbergh said just to see what he's doing next and how he's doing something. Um, we just watched the, the, um, the um, mosaic. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one that, that uh, we watched and I, I don't know. He's, he's, he's so creative and you never know what he's going to do. So you would show up on set thinking mm-hmm. it'd be one thing and, and he would be filming it completely different uh, or differently. 
uh, I, I think that would be a, a cool person to be around and, and, and absorb, you know, their, their technique. Cause he's done so many films and there's, they're all kind of different. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think that would be really fun. Yeah, what's the name of that wonderful costume designer, Annie Leibovitz? That's the photographer. Yeah, oh, I, I know who you're talking about. But. Um, I guess for me, it's I couldn't probably pinpoint one, but I would say like what fascinates me is whenever people have to create a world from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, so the production design, the costume design on a just a brand new world. Like there's a TV series um, that's just the second season. Uh, <clears throat> thanks. Um, it was the Shannara Chronicles. I don't know if you caught that one. No, <clears throat> very, I, know I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, I've seen it. Very fantasy. Very yeah. They had to create a whole world. And like the, the latest, um, the, uh, the movie Annihilation, um, <clears throat> where they have to create a world from scratch. I would like to see just how they do that. That that kind of thing fascinates me. Oh, Alex Garland. Oh, my. I, I would, he's one of my favorite writers on the planet. So that would. Yeah, gosh. So we could do to, to back-to-back days, hang out on Soderbergh's set, and then, and then go hang out on Alex Garland's set. And because Ex Machina is one of my favorite films of all time, uh, and I adored too. Annihilation. So yeah, that would be God. So I guess we could both hang out on Annihilation together. Yeah, I just want Alex Garland to teach me how to write. <laughs> yeah, Annihilation was pretty cool, but Ex, Ex Machina really was something, something. Uh, it was, I don't know how to exp- that movie was so good, and a lot of people <laughs> look at it. Oh, it's just just an AI movie. No, it was it was mm-hmm. just the presentation of that movie and e- everything. It just all worked together so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's amazing. Yeah, just I don't know. I I, I love that uh the dance scene, the Oscar Isaac dance scene. <laughs> I'm just gonna go tear up this dance floor. <laughs> oh my god! And Alicia, 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 Alicia Vikander. Like now she's Tomb Raider. She's Laura Croft, which was awesome. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, we we went and saw Tomb Raider. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jen likes those. I uh, like kick ass chicks. I yeah, do. so. Yeah, that's what I'm so saying. I, I'm actually a big fan of the video games, and that that movie followed the there's the the re, reboot of the video game which was 2013 and 2015 that movie followed the basically it kind of followed the first these both games it kind of oh. it's on online with those so it was really really modeled after the these new games that just came out which that's the reason i went to see it plus alicia she's awesome yeah so no complaints from me <laughs> yeah no no Got some eye candy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, uh, the, the opening scene was ki- kind of strange though. She's running around the streets as uh, delivering packages, and I don't know. Have you guys seen that movie? It was the, the guys on the bikes delivering stuff. I forget what. It was, a couple years ago, it was really good I though. Think we did. I think yeah, we did see that. That was um. Was uh, the the dude from um from Inception? Inception was yeah. Oh, that was him. I'm gonna call say bike movie. Let's see, what is it? Yeah, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Premium the- Rush. Premium yeah. Rush, yes, we did. Yeah, we, we watched did see that. that one. That, that was good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. 2012. That would have been fun to be on that set to see how they how they did uh, all the biking through New York. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that felt really real. I bet a lot of that was just on the streets, <clears throat> you know? So have you guys been to New York? Yeah, we've been a couple times now. Stressful, huh? Yeah. <laughs> have you been? I have been once, yeah. I well, I went to um, 
Connecticut and we, t- we took a trip up to New York City so we could check that out and walk Times Square and Central Park and we went up to Boston uh, to like cake factory. I forget. I'm not the cake bakery from that guy from the TV show. I forget his name. Uh, but going through, <laughs> going, it was, yeah. Once you get the freeways, you're like, oh my God, what is going <laughs> on here? Then you get in the, the, the streets and the, you, I've seen them on, for years and years, I've seen them on, um, I've seen them on TV shows, on movies like Times Square. You get in there and it just feels like compact. It just, it's not like what you think it is. Everything's, there's signs up to say that you can't stop on the sidewalks. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's very, very vertical city. And, and yeah, Manhattan is just, there's so many people. Yeah. You know, we, we were just in Brooklyn last year. We had a, a feeding time played uh, the Brooklyn Horror Festival. And uh, no, that was my first trip, uh, trip to Brooklyn. That was really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I love the city. That's... I love I love the energy. I love the creativity. Yep. Yeah, there is there is a lot of art, you know. Like I mean, just all the way down to like the street art, you know what I mean? Right. Like there's street art. I I love graffiti. I don't I don't like tagging. Oh. People just want to write some stupid shit and it's like gang related <laughs> or, or something like that. I really yeah. do like street art though. I really find an appreciation. I mean, I love when people tag up trains, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when a train's rolling by real slow and it's just you just watching all the graffiti as it goes by. Like, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, I love I love street art too. It's so creative <clears throat> and spontaneous and ephemeral. It's gone. It's here here today and gone tomorrow. Yeah, it's like uh, Jen wanted me to every now and then she'll want me to take pictures of her in front of like street art in L.A. or a mural or, or whatever. Yeah, I like to find and, murals in L.A. And there was one day we we went and I think two of the three murals that we were trying to find, they, they had been replaced. Yeah, they weren't she, there anymore. She, 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 <laughs> she'd seen them and been like, OK, I want to go get my picture taken in front of that. And then we go and then the mural is something completely different. <laughs> oh, that was that's just that's the nature of street art it's here today and gone tomorrow but we we've, yeah she saw one on the on the way home from uh from something uh a, like a couple months ago and she was like i want to get my i want to get my picture taken i was like <laughs> all right so then we just like and it was like walking distance so we just kind of kind of went up there and yeah. took shots and came back pretty fortunate that we have a lot of places we can walk to where we live <clears throat> that are full of art yeah, LA has got a lot, got a lot of art and creativity, and New York too. It just breathes the energy of creativity. You know, a lot of theater and stuff in New York, and acting, and it's a whole new world. It's a complete, completely different <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen those those murals on the ground where like you, you stand at a certain angle and it looks very all three D? Looks like. Oh yeah. <laughs> Have you actually seen one in person? I can't remember. Have we? I'm, no, I'm, I don't think I, don't I, think I, I have. have. I've only seen them on t- um, pictures. Yeah, yeah, I always see those pictures. I, w- I always wanted to see like what the photo looks like from straight down, like you know, because it's all stretched out, right? To make it look 3D <clears> when, you're, when you're looking at it at an angle. I've always wanted to see that. I've just never came across it. It's really neat though what people can do, like just with paint on the ground. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Make it look like you could fall into a hole. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like those bathrooms. You ever seen that picture of that bathroom and it looks like the floor is falling apart? Like the floor is falling in, like Tetris pieces <laughs> falling into the abyss. Yeah. And it makes you feel like you're going to fall. Like that That to me is really cool. That would, that would freak me out. There's that another would... one. Have you seen the one where it looks like Jaws is coming up to eat you on the toilet? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no. I got to check that out. Yeah, that one's scary. 
Okay. I've seen the pools that have like jaws or a big shark painted on the bottom of it. Like, it's, like so when you're swimming on the, it looks like jaws is coming out from the, the bottom of the pool. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, guys, let's, let's, uh, let's wind it down right now. We'll, we'll get to the wrap up and then we'll wrap up part of the show. My brain is not here today. Hold on a second. Let me find it. Brain. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I said, yeah, I went to bed at 2 o'clock this morning, and I was like, I woke up at 5.30, I'm awake! What? What is going on? So I went and jogged, did like three miles of jogging, and and I don't know. Like, I'm awake, my body's awake, my brain's just not here. I think I left it in, in the dream reverse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. But you guys, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you stopping by. And, and, oh, it was great, man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Seriously, though, I would love to, like, sit in on something anytime. I mean, just feel, you know, just just feel free to invite me or, you know, yes. whatever. Just, Absolutely. Just yeah. do it. <clears throat> I'm, yeah. I'm that one guy who just invites himself places and people are like, oh, Sean's always asking to come over. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you'll be our VIP guest on set. That'd be awesome. Yep. Do I get a thing, like a name tag that says VIP? For sure. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to come with that, with a big old shirt, just VIP on it. Yep. Yeah. Security on the back, you know? What's up? You're both. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Before we go, we'll, we'll get into it. But earlier you were talking about how, how you, um, no one wanted to drop their phone. You, had, you wanted to find a cheap phone you could just drop. Like, that was, that's weird. Just to think that that takes place on an indie film, which is cool. Because, you know, like, go to a Michael Bay one, they got, like, 100 phones, right? Yeah. Right? You guys are like, who wants to drop their phone? You're like, I just got that new, I got that, I just got the new iPhone X, you know? Right. Yeah, really. I don't know. It's like, what you got? Oh, you got an iPhone 6? Your phone's getting dropped. Give me that. Yeah, it, oh, and then, yeah, to make matters worse, is like, I, I was trying to, um, I was trying to do the drop, and I was distracted because I, I needed to go and, and check on, uh, one of the, the blood effects things and, and see how I was coming along. So, so I was just like really not invested in the, the phone toss or drop or whatever. And I dropped it like four times and it was just so bad. Um, just not even close to what made the movie. And, and finally I was like, all right, I'm done. Somebody else do this. Yeah. And uh, I think Jose came in and, yeah, and, uh, and did it. the phone drop. He's a professional phone dropper. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I, was like, I could not get that. That's how great of an actor I am. I can't even do like a, you know, drop a phone. But uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely the difference from our filmmaking and Michael Bay's filmmaking. Yeah. You, if you come on set, your phone might get dropped. Just be warned. Just be warned. Yeah. You, you have to sign a waiver as you show up. Of all your electronic devices. <laughs> yeah. You got, if I ever go watch you guys film something, you're like, oh, Sean, you should have called us when he got to the gate. Like, didn't bring my phone. <laughs> I was afraid you're just going to throw it on the ground. Yeah, so I just stood at the gate and I kept knocking. I was out there for like you know for a while, been out for an hour. <laughs> yeah, this guys, this is fun. Let's get to the wrap up. Let's get to the wrap up. Woo! Hey, right. Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? Come on, man. Wrap it up, son. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so you can find us at sunshineboyproductions.com and um, our new movie is heartlessmovie.com. 
Uh, and we're all over everything, social media. We're Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So uh, Sunshine Boy Productions for our company. And then each of our films actually has Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram too. So whatever you're on, we would love uh, for your listeners to reach out. Tell us they heard us on your awesome podcasts. And uh, we'll love to chat with them about it. So yeah, we'd love to talk to filmmakers, fans of film, everybody. So we'd love to hear from them. Yes, yes, guys, go check it out. Go to go to um, sunshineboyproductions.com. dot com. That's right. Yes, yes, that's correct. So on right there on there, you click over to the was it films? I think. Uh huh. Yep. Films okay. Page. So I know for sure. Feeding time. You can watch. You can play that on there. Uh, I wanted to watch. There's another one called Mainline, but I couldn't. Do you guys have a way I can watch that? Yeah, it's. Yeah, it hasn't been uh, it hasn't been released yet. Yeah, oh, that director. Okay. Um, I'm going to be reaching out to him soon to see what he wants to do with that. But it's his birthday today, soon. actually. Yeah, it's it Eric Caulfield's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Eric! Happy birthday! <laughs> and then eventually, people will be able to see Heartless. That I mean. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Uh, Play Violet for me. Is there a link on that website? Yeah. yeah, there's a link for both Feeding Time and Play Violet for me, so you can view the films. Yeah, you gotta check. You guys, you gotta watch. Play pilot for me. See the beautiful Najara Townsend and she, do some uh, crazy stuff like always. She's lovely. And Matt's yes. in there. You know, Matt's in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. they, they tore it up in that one. I, I, I love both of their performances in that film. Mm. Yeah, when I watch them on film, I can just tell they're friends. Like, like they have a they have a chemistry there. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, some people you can tell, like, oh, that person's working with that person. But you can tell they have a chemistry, like, very cool people. Yeah, yeah. They, they've worked on like seven or eight films yeah, together. Yeah, I now, think that they... was their eighth at that point. Yeah. So Feeding Time was nine. Yeah, they've been on a bunch of sets together. I haven't been on any of those. So I just want to remind everybody I have not been on any of those sets. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Najara. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're our VIP, man. Just come to us. VIP! <laughs> yes. When's the next one? This weekend? I'll be there. Wish I wish now. Well, soon, 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 soon. Yeah. Bring it home. We promise we won't drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorta. I'm gonna come with the old. Like what? You said the <laughs> Samsung Galaxy One? I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you need to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, I thank you. Thank for thanks for um teaching me the ways, the behind the scene ways, all the stuff that I don't really think about as a film watcher. And it's, it's really cool to hear about that, you know, Jen and what she goes through to get wardrobe stuff. And, and you know, uh, Kevin, you writing, writing movies and writing the stuff. And I, it's all boggles my mind. Oh, thanks. Did any <laughs> of that make sense? Yeah, it did. Totally. Totally. It's- it's very complicated. So I feel, I feel so fried right now, like as if I fell asleep <laughs> in the sun and I, and I woke up three days later. <laughs> That's a horror movie. Oh, uh, you did good, man. Yeah, you did good. yeah. Was really this wasn't horribly awkward at all. This was you know? so fun. So, so fun. We're not done yet, though. I mean, I could oh, do okay. some really weird stuff right now. Here comes, here, <laughs> oh, no. here comes the awkward. Okay. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> You guys can find me on Twitter at awkward underscore podcast. You can find my personal Twitter from my other side account. You can you? Fi- yeah, look, find me there too at they call me Imes. If you guys are gamers, want to play on PS4, or Xbox, or Steam, or any of that stuff, my gamer tag is they call me Imes. So feel free to shoot me a friend invite and say, hey, I listen to the podcast. 
right? Because a lot of people, like, now the scammers are getting to the Xbox consoles where girls are like, hey, it's age, sex, and location. You're like, come on, let's just let me play video games. Stop spamming me, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, the spammers, they're getting there. They're, oh, they're so. starting to get the Xbox and stuff. So hopefully they shut that down quick. If I got one yesterday on PS4 saying, I need to new, meet new people. Hey, how do you th- feel about meeting new people? That was all the message said. Uh, hmm. like <laughs> not good I, right I, now. Yeah, really. This is not happening. Yeah. Yikes! What a random question. Okay, yeah. would, would you like my social security number, my credit card info? I can give you guys can listen to me on the Hush Your Fake, Hush Your Face Network. So shoot over to hushyourface.com. Check out all the other cool podcasts. There's lots of awesome ones on there, like Horrible Gamers and the Hunan Show. Uh, Rocky, my, Rocky, the my buddy Rocky. Who runs it? And I'm stalling so I can ro- look this up. And his new <laughs> podcast is called Rocky's Therapy Session. So he's got a couple episodes of that out. It's more of a solo thing, and also with uh, guests and stuff. So check out Rocky's uh, Therapy Session. That's the new podcast. There's a lot of other shows on there. The Nerd Wells. Is anyone there? Random Ramblings. So on and so on. You can check me out on RadioVegas.rocks every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. So this will be on that this will be streaming live next uh next week so hey radio vegas yes. <laughs> all right Sin and, city <laughs> and yeah, yes what happened what plays in vegas stays in vegas well, if i had known that it was a totally different podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh it's horribly awkward sean's is way too tame uh, you guys can drop me a voicemail. Just five- kidding. <laughs> you drop me a voicemail at <laughs> 510-600-3475 or shoot me an email at horriblyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. All that info is down below in the description. All the links you'll see there for, for, for Kevin and Jen as well and their website and some of their movies. So check them out, guys. Really, really just look. It's it, 15 minutes of your time you could watch one of these films and you'd be like, yes, that was cool. Thank you, Sean. Well, don't thank me. Thank them. But thank me first. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll thank you well man. thank you Sean yeah, yeah thanks for getting the word out man yeah really appreciate it I'm glad awesome. you like the film it's awesome yes yes thank you so much as Gidget would say peace out Brussels sprouts hey it's the S to the M and the L to the Issa slammer games in the house so drop your listen poor whiskey backward cock flask merrily sock Destiny Doctor Downcast Callously Squandered Lamb Heavenly Slaughtered Broadcast It's the Horribly Awkward Podcast <laughs> So, I'm a little spaced out, but it's all good Okay, so Sunshine Boy Productions Yes, sir Action! <laughs> um, okay, let's go Welcome to Horribly Awkward Podcast, episode... Okay, sorry. The pause was just to make sure I recorded it, but and we're good. Oh, yeah. That's a horribly awkward show. Hush 
your face is coming straight to your ears A podcast network that's changing gears Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat A family of pods that are bringing the heat There ain't no stopping us Keep coming back to us sick ass pods That'll make you hush www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com